Welcome to another episode of Exploring Possibilities, available on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, and my website, journeyofpossibilities.com. Every week right here, we have what I consider to be some of the most interesting conversations on the planet about holistic spiritual living. Both the show and website are made possible by Mario Rosales of Tech Life Balance. Mario, what can you do for our listeners? Thank you, Cheryl. I actually want to say, first off, I don't speak geek. I speak English, Lightworker, Galactic, Spanish, or you name it, I can probably work it or figure it out, even sign language, maybe. Anyway, the truth of the matter is I can make it understandable for you. Technology seems to be very complicated for a lot of people, and I've been in it for a long time, and I can make it understandable. I don't try to sell you stuff that you don't need because that's not me. What I am, I am the type of person that can give you the truth. The things that you don't need, we can say, no, we don't need that. Or I even have a, a listener one time that called me and we agreed that we weren't, uh, she wasn't ready for my services. So what can I help you with? I can help you with websites, blogs, video, podcasts, social media. And yeah, even that weird stuff, go ahead and give me a call and we can figure it out. Contact me at margosalas.net and I look forward to talking to you. Who are you? Why are you here? What wonders and opportunities await you beyond physical death? What happened millennia ago to create the damaged earth and fractured societies you see around you? Empowering, enlightening, internationally acclaimed, the Joseph Communications books offer answers to these questions. Spiritual, concise, contemporary, non-denominational, the communications originate from Joseph, a highly evolved discarnate spirit concern for you and the future of the planet and its peoples. The words of Joseph and his soul group give you the power to bring light and change into your own life and the lives of others and to restore the earth. Available in paperback, ebook and audiobook formats, the communications can be ordered today at www.thejosephcommunications.com and also from Amazon and other major booksellers. All proceeds are used for further publishing and advertising and to make the communications available worldwide. Joining me today is Mario Rosales. Hello, everybody. We have been putting together a new get-together that we call A Conscious Couples Conversation. And in doing that, we thought we might as well come on the show and talk a little bit about what it's like to be in a conscious relationship. Yep, we're going to talk about the... The things that drives us crazy, I guess I could say in a well, funny way. <laughs> yeah, and there's also the good stuff. I mean, come on, we did this for a reason. <laughs> no, but all, all joking aside, uh, conscious couples are are awesome, and they also have their challenges. They do. You know, I think I posted something on your Facebook wall recently that I think said it really well. Do you have that handy? Could you read that? Uh, yeah, I remember it, and it's like you posted it on my page, and it's like, oh, this is perfect. So it says, a so deep relationship between two people is one of life's most beautiful experiences. But apart from lighting the fires of passion, an intimate relationship is also an opportunity for both to heal the wounds of the past and grow stronger. Everyone enters a new relationship with some emotional baggage. Even those who have done the soul work independently and have attracted a relationship-ready partner into their lives. That's because the deepest work is done in partnership. 
with two heart-connected individuals seeing the issues that trigger each other as a gift or a clue to their healing rather than an obstacle. And two people who can help each other to heal can also help each other to love more. I thought that was so perfect. I agree. It's a... it is it's exactly describing what we're going through. <laughs> <laughs> the ups and downs, right? Yes. It it all has its challenges. It, it it because we're so open about where we are with each other and also with with ourselves, it brings up a lot of things that some couples don't deal with sometimes. Well, and you know, honestly, I didn't deal with it before. You know, before I was on this path of awakening, I was just like everybody else, you know, when we, when I had problems in my relationship, I would get frustrated when my feelings would get hurt. I would blame my partner. How could you be so insensitive? How could you hurt me like that? I didn't really understand what it's like to own my feelings, that, that a partner is a reflection of my own stuff. All that was brand new to me. And now that I'm in this relationship and I'm understanding that my emotions and my Happiness are my responsibility. They're not your job. It's my job to make me happy and to share that with you. And that's a completely different way of looking at romance. When we take ownership of our own feelings, it brings a whole other <laughs> dynamic that you're going, holy cow, It's that's me, not her. And there's nowhere to hide. There's nobody no. to blame. It's just, it is what it is. And we choose to deal with it or not. But if we choose not to deal with it, we can't take it out on our partner, right? Because it's not their fault. It's our own stuff. Yes. It's that, and that's the trick. You know, the, you have to be comfortable in bringing that up. And sometimes the, even the difficulty things are the parts that are hard to come up with. But we need to bring them up either way. Well, and that's why we want to do this Conscious Couples Conversations. We actually did a Conscious Couples series, which I will tag to in the description of this podcast, where we talk with different conscious couples about this very thing, that being in a conscious relationship is a continuous invitation to grow and evolve individually together. That's what we're talking about. And Things come up in those kinds of relationships that don't come up in other kinds of relationships because we're all owning all of our stuff. So we wanted to have a safe place to get together and talk about what's coming up for you, what's coming up for us, to be real, to have it be private and safe, and to share what is working for other couples who are going through that. Because we recently connected with another conscious couple and found out that some of the challenges we were having, they're having the same ones. And so they thought it would be good to join us as well. And it's true. I think we grow from from just sharing that together. Yeah. And I think it's also very important. It's not just, uh, it's a conscious couple. So it doesn't matter male, female, partner, female, female, male, female, uh, male, male, or, you know, what, uh, whichever way it, it goes. If you're a conscious couple, chances are you're going to have these same issues because it's about standing in your, who you are. Yes. For both of you and together. Yes. And, and finding the balanced place to speak our truth, respecting myself and you in that space. And that right there can be an art. I mean, sometimes I really mess that up. You <laughs> uh, know? It's not like I'm doing that great either sometimes. So it's, it's that and that's the trick, you know, lear- learning to just be okay with bringing it up, even as rough as it can be. And we have to really 
learn to not to take it personal, but it's just human nature, though, sometimes, don't you think? Yeah. Well, and I, I don't want to be abstract and vague here, so I'm just going to list some things that I've been present to in a conscious relationship. My insecurities come up, my need to have commitment, my need to know that you're going to be there for a long time, my need to know, my need to know the future comes up all the time in this relationship because we, it's, it's an illusion. We don't know the future. We can make promises, but we don't even know if we can keep them because I have no idea who I'm going to be a year from now or five years from now, and neither do you. So insecurities are a big one for me. Um, you know, sexuality, having been through sexual trauma and a sexual healing journey, trying to open the very deepest, most vulnerable places in myself to another person and realizing I've never really done that. I've been in relationships, but I haven't opened up at the level that I'm feeling called to open up to you now, because the more I evolve and raise my consciousness and expand, the deeper that connection gets and the more vulnerable and and fearful I get about opening up that space. And these are some of the things that I've heard from other couples that they're going through as well. Do you want to add to that some things that come up for you, Mario? Well, for me, it's doing this, actually speaking up. And that, I, that has been like my work in progress. <laughs> and that's the whole thing, discovering my work in progress, so that my voice, being able to speak up and stand up for for what I want to say is a... I sometimes don't know how to put put it into words. I've I've held my emotions back so much because of my childhood. I sometimes don't even know what am I feeling, and so I have to talk it through. And with Cheryl, it's great because I can express it, and she kind of gives it a little bit more uh, definition for me. Not not that she's defining what I'm feeling, but she's giving me words so I can construct the actual feeling of what I'm feeling. Then she finally says, oh, what you're describing is this. And then when she says it, I go, that's it. That's it. (laughs) Well, and you've been helpful for me in terms of being more vulnerable because you've been navigating your inner scape longer than I have. And I've been navigating the external world a bit bit more than you have. So it's like we bring that balance to each other of what that can look like and, and language to form around it and experiences that we've had that can help us better understand what we're going through as we shift our point of balance. So I'm going more internal now and you're coming out more. And so we're like able to help each other navigate brand new territory. Yeah, it's we were the two opposites, and we're going now to the opposite end of our starting point. I, 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 yeah. I think I just said it right. I hope I said it right. <laughs> yeah, it really does look like the yin-yang, and, and we're literally flipping. So, yes, I'm trying to become more of what you've been, and you're trying to become more of what I've been, and not just to move into those spaces, but to do it in a healthy way. So even though I've always been an extrovert and expressive, I haven't, I've also used that as a mask. So there's, there's a comfort zone that I have with speaking, but it's not always my authentic self. So I'm even realigning the part of me that is comfortable to be more authentic and deeper and and real. And just to demonstrate to our audience out there how opposite we are, uh, when I started here, it's with us, I mean, the I was just the opposite. It's like I would go inside. It's to the point that she would say, Mario, are you? Hello? (laughs) (laughs) 
So that that's what happened with me. I would go more internal, and that was my comfort zone. So it's like, oh no, Cheryl's speaking out, and so I was uh, so like through some of my healing processes, I discovered that sometimes even just speaking confidently, uh, I thought it was speaking in anger because I didn't recognize that. I didn't. I can recognize that. So learning that part of me made me feel more comfortable in the way she talks to me and the way other people talk to me. So we grow just because of those factors. And it's a day-to-day thing. Like we can just go out on a date and and something will happen that will shift an awareness for one of us about something. And and that is the beauty of being in a conscious partnership is at that point or later, if we choose, we can have a conversation about it. And we're both interested in that. So what, what came up for you in that moment when, you know, we had the blow up with the clerk or we saw somebody we knew and it got weird or whatever happens in our day-to-day living, it's all an experience that reflects for us more about ourselves and, and helps us grow and evolve. And, and being in that space is beautiful and sometimes annoying. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it can be. <laughs> You know, that, that and the, the way you, you, I loved how you just said it. It's like, it's an experience that we're going through. Uh, and it's funny because I, I just kind of put it together, getting this aha right now for me, actually, live on air. Here. <laughs> you know, that, and that's how we live our lives. We like the experience of things. So even the things we do, if you guys look some of the events that we do, they're experiences. They're not just an event where you go and do this. It's actually you get something out of it. So our relationship is like that. And I guess that's a good way to describe it. I love that word. It's like, I like that. It is. You're right. And I mean, even the coaching that we do, everything that we do, even your IT consulting, you empower others to experience knowing their truth in that way. What is your what is your device that you like to use and how do you like to you tailor around their lifestyle and their personality, how they can use technology. We do it with the ceremonies and with the coaching and with everything that we do. It's, it's to have the experience where we can learn about ourselves and experience the world in a, in a bigger way, right? And experience yeah. ourselves in it in a bigger way. Everything we do is like that. That's really cool that we that <laughs> I saw that. I, I don't know. That, that, to me, it was a big aha. So I don't know if it was for you, but... The experience, it, it is a conscious couple is definitely an experience because there there is everything seems sometimes it's new and sometimes it seems like un, it's the unfamiliar territory. And sometimes I get scared of the unfamiliar territory. Yes. And sometimes we agree that this is really entering a a vulnerable, scary place, you know, and we can choose to step out of being the conscious couple for a day. I think that's the difference in this relationship. Other relationships that I may have, if they're unconscious, they're unconscious and they stay unconscious. This is always conscious and it can be too much. And I think one of the big things that's helped us is learning how to say, I've had enough of all of this and I just want to go shoot darts and have a beer or (laughs) let's go watch a football game or let's go walk in the park or whatever and just not be so deep and not be so expansive and just go back to being people having a good time for an afternoon or a weekend or whatever right and that that's the other good point it's knowing that you have a choice yes before uh, let's 
let's just take back when you know when we're married we uh, i was married and it's like the it's like sometimes we we follow into those traditions and we think oh we don't have any options but you know sometimes those traditions block out some of those choices so you but you always have a choice just like in a relationship you always have a choice to end it and that's when some of the work really begins and in a marriage you can choose to stay or go and if you choose to stay then that means there's some work to be done especially if you're if you're even contemplating to go i like that the conversation circled back around to this because it is a biggie for me i like knowing that there's some stability to the relationship. I like knowing that it's going to be there tomorrow. I like knowing where we're going a year from now or five years from now. And it's an illusion. It's not that we can't have great dreams and visions, but for me, it's been interesting to learn how to balance those with, and I'm open to present moment because spiritual path is happening right now, one moment right. at a time. And being in the flow means letting go of my plans and my needs and my designs and my whatever and, and co-creating with spirit. And to do that in a relationship means I really don't know where this is going and I have to be okay with that. And the beauty of the fact that we still both choose to be here right now that right now this relationship is exactly this way and who knows what it's going to look like tomorrow. It's scary and it's beautiful all at the same time. Yeah. It's exciting and scary and beautiful (laughs) and dot, dot, dot. I can go on forever, (laughs) but it's, it's very, it's very expansive to be in something like this. I've never gone to these points of discussion with anybody else. So it's been very interesting for me growing through this. Oh, me too. <laughs> well, and and I'll just talk about the elephant in the room. So I want to just touch on the topic of sex because for me, I have had an active sex life up to this relationship. And it's also been different, very different because I was not open. I was closed. I was hurt. I was running from pain. I had blocked a lot of trauma that had happened to me because I had tried unsuccessfully to deal with it with therapy and different things. And so I had no idea what to do with the pain. And so I just kind of tucked it away and I didn't open up. I didn't know how to open up. I'm not going to say that I didn't love people in my past, but there was, there's only so much that we can love when we're not in a place of loving ourselves. I was not in a place of loving myself. I had shame, I had guilt, I had confusion, and I had fear. And so all of that was keeping me from loving myself. So how could I then be vulnerable with someone else when I was so ashamed and I was trying to hide all the bad parts, the parts that I thought were bad, that I didn't know how to love about myself, I tried to hide them. And so that's all of me that I could show up with, sexually or any other way. And you and I can get more intimate in a conversation than I've been sexually with people by the things that we talk about and how deep we go. It's like, I feel like I'm standing naked in the middle of the room, right? It's like, there's nothing left that you haven't seen. Fascinating. <laughs> well, it's no. the truth. It's, it's a very, it's a very different paradigm. And, 
And that's where all our stuff comes up. In order to be intimate with a conscious partner, we really move through our shame and our guilt and our judgments and our fears because they're right there between us. Yeah, the the other key word is vulnerability. We're not taught to be vulnerable. I mean, even me, you know, it, it, you say I'm pretty comfortable in certain situations. I mean, the but uh, I get uncomfortable too. It, it, but I have to allow myself to be in that vulnerable state, and sometimes that's challenging for me too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and and it's deep work. I mean, trying to heal the places that keep us from being able to be available in that space. That's deep work, and. I have no judgment for anybody that says that's too much. I want to turn around and go back because I've done it several times. I'm like, yeah. and and it never fails. If I go to a ceremony or something and I'm like, okay, I'm not working on that today. I'm working on something else. <laughs> and I'll set my intention as far away from that as possible. And what shows up but that again? Because it's obviously important to who I am and where I am in my life or it wouldn't keep showing up. So it's also about the patience and the love and the partnership that's at the core of the relationship. I think this beautiful friendship that we have that we know is rock solid, no matter what Mm -hmm. happens to the rest of it, that gives me, that is the security that I think I was looking for and needing a commitment, needing a marriage, needing whatever. I need to know that at the core of all of this is something that's unchangeable. This unconditional love that we have for each other that is not going to change no matter what we go through together. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I completely understand, and I can relate to that, too, because it gives you at least a foundation of something. Yes. Not having a foundation of anything is, you know, that that's a scary place. I can completely understand <laughs> that. <laughs> yeah, and and at the end of the day, as much as we can love a conscious partner, I think being conscious is understanding that each of us is on a solo soul journey in a body. And it is just between us and our creator. And we have our spirit guides and we have our conscious partners and we have our community. But at the end of the day, this is my journey, just like you're on your journey. Yep. And the best we can do is share that with each other. Yep. That's all we can really share. When it comes down to it, the only thing that we can share to each other is ourselves. And even share to ourselves. It's like we have to be open up to ourselves too. We have to be very blunt and honest to ourselves and be truthful to who we are. If we don't like this, then we don't like this. If we like that, then we like that. And we have, it's so easy to say what we like, but we've never been taught to say what we don't like. Or not to take it personally when someone says it to us. (laughs) Like, if you tell me you don't like something about me, I want to take that personally because (laughs) that's my stuff, right? And I have to go, okay, well, I have to own that. He didn't make me feel anything. That's triggering something in me. Everything can trigger something else to be seen and either healed or not and and to grow or not. That's just the bottom line. We just keep triggering each other back and forth, back and forth, good and bad. And that's why I always that's why I always like to say that we always have a choice. So if it gets too much, back to what you were talking about, you always have the option. And I have to be okay with that option if you decide, you know, that we we don't work out and we talk it out. And I just have to be okay with that because I can't control you and I can't tell you, hey, well, stay here and 
put you in chains or something because you know that that's illegal anyway but you know. oh my god and you're saying that and i'm remembering we actually got an email this week that happened right here in montgomery texas somebody had their spouse in chains in a house i, I saw that and, and, and you know that's happening right around the corner from where we live it's like we never know what's going on next door so there are all kinds of relationships out there and we're not here to judge them but no, no please don't chain me up because I, I have a <laughs> microphone and i'll tell somebody what's going on <laughs> No, but, uh, you know, the, when you get into situations like that, you you don't, it's like they're trying to take your choice away. Yeah. And that's the only thing that we have control over. It's uh, our, our birthright. Yeah. Free will is yeah. our birthright. Yes. And so I've talked about kind of the challenges of this, but my God, how special it is that you have a free will choice in this moment and then the next moment and then the next moment. And You've chosen to spend five years of those moments as my boyfriend and like 10 years as my best friend and share this whole journey with me. Along with the challenges of being in a conscious relationship, there is the immense reward of being that vulnerable, being that raw, showing your ugliest parts of yourself (laughs) and being real and having somebody love all the parts of me. That's incredible that's such a healing experience to go through in a conscious partnership to be loved warts and all as my friend used to say (laughs) i do love you my dear i love you too warts and all (laughs) but i've got them (laughs) (laughs) yeah now one of the things i really enjoyed about what you just said is that you said five years as a boyfriend and then 10 years as a friend so you included our relationship And that's what I feel sometimes is missing from people's relationship. They think that you get a a boyfriend or girlfriend label and, oh, man, I got to be different now. It's like, no, it's about the person fell in love. I fell in love with you because of who you are. And that's the thing that I feel is a very powerful message in a conscious couple. It's like you're loving the person for who they are, not for who you want them to be. Very true. I like that. Yes, I count the whole thing. It's all been incredible. Oh, definitely. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, you touched on something there that I've seen a lot in the work that I've done with families when I was doing mediations and so forth. We have expectations about what a relationship looks like. So as we're friends, we're friends and it's all fine. But the minute we're dating, people who date should do these things. And he should know what I want. She should know what I want. They should know what I want. Read my mind, whatever. And then marriage takes that to a whole other level. Oh, oh yeah. my spouse should be this way and should do these things for me. And, and don't they know that I want this and that? No, we don't know. A relationship is nothing more than an agreement between two people. And it doesn't make a difference to the rest of the world what's going on if you're in agreement. I, Correct. That's what I believe a relationship is. So we literally define what our relationship looks like together through every conversation that we've had and will continue to have. Yeah, and the, the commitment is when you're in a relationship, just understand things change. Things we're human beings and it's going to change one way or another. What you your taste might change, your the way you are might change. And you know, it's when you do things like this in the conscious relationship, you really do have to see the core of the person. And is is that the person you love or are you going for the exterior parts of it? Or 
not exterior parts. I mean, like the those you're not going any deeper than the the certain layer of the personality. Right. I hope that makes sense. Yeah. Well, and, and it came back to me. So we've even been through this where we put each other in a box. So there have been a couple of times where you've said something to me or I've said something to you and the response is, well, not anymore. That's not who I am anymore. And yeah. in a relationship where both people are choosing to continue to evolve, it's always a guessing game yeah. because the minute <laughs> I treat you the way you were last month, that's not who you are anymore or even last week. It's yeah. It's interesting to be with someone that I feel I know you better than I've probably ever known anyone I've been with. Same here. And yet, I don't know you at all because you're always changing. So it, that's a weird paradox to get my head around that I know you, but I don't know you at all. And to allow you to continue to surprise me and and change and give you that space to change without saying, well, of course you don't like to eat that. You've never liked to eat that. Well, I like it now. Or, right. <laughs> you know, wear that or, or do that. Mm-hmm. I completely understand because <laughs> I, I, I go through the same thing too. So it, it's, it's really interesting because the those changes sometimes are done for so long, and you and I have been through this, where they actually become habits. Yes. And sometimes we're doing the habit even though we've moved through what caused that original habit. Like, so, for example? So, so, for example, for me, sometimes I used to not say no to something and because I would go into my recluse person and, oh, no, I can't say no because blah, blah, blah. But now I'm okay saying no. And sometimes it feels uncomfortable for me to say no, but I've, I'm getting better as I say it more and actually express it more. So it's that's been one of my habits that I had to break where, oh, I, I'm not liking that, so let me move back. So I had to break the habit and say no. <laughs> yeah, and it still surprises me when you speak up in a way that I'm not used to you speaking up. I'm like, <laughs> wow. And I notice it triggers something in me like, oh, what, what did I do something? Like, where's that energy coming from? And then I go, oh, wow, that's just his new energy. So it mm-hmm. does. It takes me by surprise and I have to kind of check with myself too. And, and then when I realize you're doing it, I'm usually like, wow, look at you. You just spoke <laughs> up and I, I, good for you telling me how you feel finally. And, and so I, I want to be encouraging, but it is, you're right. There's so many habits that go along with ways of being because that's just what we've always done. And as we change our way of being, then we've got to change those habits and it's interesting to, mm-hmm. to catch them. Yeah, because it becomes ingrained. It's you do something for so long. For me, I've been so quiet for so long, and be, you know, pushing myself back that I had done, I, and I still do it off and on. But it, it's I'm catching myself more and more. And now that I've passed through some healing and actually been able to pass through that, it's like now I'm able to speak up a little bit more and more and more. And every time it's more and it's more. And it's fun to work to to work with that together. Yes. Like just like you work with me with some different like tantra meditations and stuff to learn to sustain eye contact and things that I've been very uncomfortable doing. Helping you with some 
some chanting and some screaming and some some vocalizing activities to really open your voice and and belt it out and then watch <laughs> your expressions as you go oh wow that felt like this or that felt like that it it does it moves us through the stuff to actually that's we're back to the experiential the piece the experiential piece experiencing yep. is where we really have the shifts yes yeah the when you go through the experiences where you if you're conscious you have to be very conscious because sometimes if you're not conscious, you do it, and then I'll say, no, okay, that's, I felt that way because of blah. But if you're conscious, like, for example, when we were going through a, a ceremony here recently, and you told me, oh, just scream it out or something, or say something, and and as I was going through it, I was feeling the anger, or what I thought was the anger. Really, you said, no, it's not the anger. Listen to what you're saying. And then that kind of settled me into it. I think we need to experience what it feels like to move through some energy. However, and it is messy and awkward when we first go into that because like (laughs) we've never done it, right? So it's going to be messy and awkward. And that's where just having so much compassion with with each other and with ourselves is so, so special. Yeah, that's where you, you have to understand that we're not, we're imperfect beings that are perfect. And that's the imperfections is what makes us grow. Yes. That's the way I see it. That's why we're perfect beings. What a fun place to circle back to why we're doing our show on this topic. We would love for you to join us for our fourth Sunday Conscious Couples Conversation. We're going to be doing these via Zoom, and there's still some conversation about what time it's going to be, but it's going to be on the fourth Sunday in the evening, and we will have all this posted. But we really just wanted to do a show and talk about some of the things that come up for us around being a conscious couple. And also for us and possibly for you, if you're in a relationship like this, we've noticed that some of the conscious couples that we know also are very active with communities and sometimes lead communities. And that can be interesting as well, because then we have all this added pressure that we put on ourselves of, (laughs) oh, but what does the community expect and want from us? And we have to move through this in this way because of the community. So the layers just never end, right? And and we thought we want to have a safe sacred place that we can create where once a month we can come together and open up about what's going on for us. Our successes, our challenges, our tips. Yes, all of it. We and, want you to come share with us. And remember, remember, everybody has tips, not just us. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. And please, we want yours. So won't you join us? There's no fee whatsoever for this. This is just to come together and have a conversation and meet other conscious couples from all over the world that may join us and just have some fun connecting. And there is a lot of power in realizing that we're not alone in the things that we're going through. Yes, definitely. And like you said, at uh, at journeyofpossibilities.com, Cheryl has an events page there that uh, we maintain. So just look that up. Yes, we'll have it there. We'll have it on social media. But yeah, always go to journeyofpossibilities.com. That's where we keep all the good stuff like these shows and our <laughs> events calendar and and heaven only knows what else we'll cook up. We've got a drumming circle coming up also this month. Yes, we do. Uh, we're, we'll be having a drumming circle on the equal. Equinox. Yes, we are. Uh, September 21st. 21st. Yep. That's it. Uh, details on journeyofpossibilities.com events page. Dot com. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so come check it all out. And, you know, feel free to comment on this show or send us a message, info at journeyofpossibilities.com. We'd love to hear from you. What's going on in your relationship? 
What challenges are coming up for you? What would you like to hear more about? If there's guests around a specific topic in your relationship, you'd like to have us find guests about that. We can do that as well. So share with us what's coming up for you as well. Yeah, let let us know anything that you'd like to see. Definitely. All right. Well, I guess that's it. Did you have a parting thought you want to leave today, Mario? I always like to end if you are in a conscious couple, or even if you're not, if you're just with, with friends. One of the big lessons for me has been communicate, communicate, communicate what you feel, because that will open many, many doors. Yes. Definitely. Communication is so important. And I just want to add to that. My parting thought would be that we can never love anyone else more than we love ourselves. I lived with the illusion that I could for a long time, but now I really understand as I deepen my love for myself, the love that I feel for those in my life deepens as well. And nowhere more than in, in a conscious coupling relationship. So love yourself. It isn't a selfish act. The more you love yourself, the more you'll love the world and the more the world you'll feel the world love you back. For sure. (laughs) Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Mario, thanks for for coming again on the show. I appreciate it. It's always a pleasure. (laughs) And if you've enjoyed the show, be sure to get on our mailing list. You'll learn about upcoming guests and special events at journeyofpossibilities.com. We'll see you next time on Exploring Possibilities.